0: Welcome to MPT Podcast. This is Pastor Tim Wilbanks. We pray that this word of God will bless your life and ministry increase God's blessing upon you. But uh, we're honored to be here today. Psalms chapter 23. Are you ready? The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Would you read verse 2? He restoreth my soul, he leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Verse 4. Verse 5, and 6, amen. My subject today, put your foot on it. Somebody say, put your foot on it. Father, we love you, and we thank you for your presence, and I pray, God, that you will move in a mighty way, yes, sir. exhibit your power, anointing, through miracles, signs, and wonders, and everyone said in Jesus' name. Jesus. Let's clap our hands one more time. Amen. Amen. If you'd like to be seated, be seated. The 23rd Psalm has been a favorite of many for a long time. It has and will continue to be used to bring comfort and assurance in many circumstances and situations. In verse 4, David wrote, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Is that what he said? When David wrote this, he was referring to the terrors that people often experience when they are standing on the brink of death itself. David had experienced this in his life. When he ran from Saul, there were several times that David felt close to death. Uh-huh. And the result was that he learned how to overcome his fears. Right. Can I preach today? Yes, sir. Someone said all fear is is false evidence appearing real. Uh-huh. As though the object of fear was just... An illusion, like fog that is blown away by the wind. And I, I wish today that I could tell you that that was true, but the object of our fears are more real than any of us really care to admit. And when I asked the Lord uh, a few weeks back to give me a message for this service, the word fear came to my mind. When I walked into the sanctuary, I asked the Lord give me a sign. And I saw the word fear on the wall. And they were singing uh, that chorus, that song today in worship. I don't remember exactly what it said, but it was talking about overcoming fear. And I felt in the Holy Ghost that this is important in the times that we are living in. Can I take my time today? How can we overcome fear and and face the future fearlessly when it looks so grim? When nothing is changing and everything that's happening seems to provoke fear how how do we rise above that how do we conquer the reality of the manifestation of our own fears and i can preach fear not and Do not be afraid, but that will not eliminate fear when the fearful things around us stay the same. Uh You see, overcoming fear is not just ignoring the object of our fears. To overcome fear, you've got to give something greater than the thing that is causing fear. And that greater thing is God's Word. To overcome fear, you have to identify fear for what it is and what it does. And that is that fear is a crippling spirit that paralyzes and neutralizes. Fear is what pulls you forward or toward failure and disaster and ruin and devastation. Remember What Job said, he said, the thing that I have greatly feared has come upon me. Fear is destructive because it is not of God. And if fear is not of God, it is of the devil. Fear is the devil's power and ability to bring his destructive will to pass in your Life yes, sir. To overcome fear, you've got to hate it. Let me say it again. To overcome fear, you have to hate fear. You have to see fear as the devil's tool that he uses to sift everything precious from your life fear will rob you of every ounce of life that you have. It'll bleed your heart of any hope that things will and can get better. And if you do not defeat your fear, it'll squeeze every drop of joy out of your life. And so I've come to preach to this tabernacle today that it is time to put your foot on it. I wish somebody would help me and turn and tell your neighbor, it's time to put your foot on it. Oh, come on, act like you really believe it and say, it's time to put your foot on it. The devil is a liar. Don't let him torment your mind. Put your foot on on it, Don't let him destroy your family. Put your foot on it. Fear is a spirit that destroys. And Jesus warned that the devil came to kill, to steal and to, to destroy. Fear comes, you know, the word of God cometh by hearing. Or faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. But fear comes by hearing words that are inspired by the devil. Fear robbed a generation of their inheritance. Fear almost, somebody say almost, almost took the apostle Peter to a watery grave. Someone said fear is the dark room where negatives are developed and that is so true for fear has robbed you of so many good things in your life and I need to tell you again it's time to put your foot on it in Jesus' name. Oh yeah, it's time to stifle that spirit. It's time to leave it in the dust. It's time to leave it behind you. It's time to brag it up and throw it into a garbage can. It's time to put your foot on fear it's time to shut that spirit up once and for all it's time to close your ears and give it a death here in the Holy Ghost and it's time to put your foot on fear. I'm tired of dealing with it, I'm tired of suffering because of it I'm tired of feeling anxious because of the spirit of fear Of what might happen and what could happen and what, what would have happened Am I preaching to anybody in this house? You need to put your foot on it today I didn't invite you into my house. Get out in Jesus' name. I didn't ask you to come in here and torment me. What are you doing in this place? Leave in the name of Jesus. Just leave. Just go on back to where you came from. That's the way you need to treat fear. You need to hate fear. We all have fears. How can we overcome them? Well, whatever you feed will grow. So so you have to decide to starve your fears, how? By feeding your faith. It would be, be really cool today if I could preach that our love for God and our faith in God would keep us from going through hard times. But that simply would not be true. Faith in God is not a guarantee that you'll never get sick. It doesn't guarantee that our children will never get on drugs or that you'll never suffer financially. Your love for God may not affect the rapid rising cost of living one bit. Our faith in God does not promise that we won't have a war by the end of this year. We, we're dealing with issues in our country. We're dealing with issues in our personal lives. And we are dealing with issues in our families. So we need to learn how to live in the power and in the authority of what God has said and not what we think or wish God said. Truth is today that God never promised any of us that our faith would keep inflation from rising or that our faith would solve any other issues in our lives or in this country for that matter. Ah, But I can tell you that he is in control and the steps of a good man are ordered of the Lord still to this day. But he never promised us that we would never have a car wreck or or that our house would not catch on fire or that a tornado wouldn't tear your family apart. Hear me, the bottom line is that we don't live in a perfect world where everything always turns out for those that are saved. But in the real world that we live in, in real life, bad, even bad things happen. Happen even to saved people. But listen to me, you have been equipped with some Holy Ghost power and if you will tap into it it will put a fight in your spirit that will cause you to get up in the midst of the darkest hour of your life. You got to get some Holy Ghost grit about you. You got to learn to speak in tongues. You got to learn to call on God in warfare and speak against what the enemy has brought towards you. You begin to learn to speak in faith in the Spirit. Ah, yes, no matter what comes your way, You can look at any situation in your life and you'll be able to say no weapon formed against me shall be able to prosper. Hallelujah. Do you hear what I'm telling you today? And you can say when the enemy comes in. Now there's two ways of saying that scripture. Some say when the enemy comes in like a flood. I don't like that version. I think that's a little bit doubtful in my mind this is the way I say it when the enemy comes in like a flood the spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against him let come what may baby me and my family we're going to stand firm oh yeah you need to put your foot on that fear you need to put your foot on that spirit today and start speaking All things. All things. Somebody shout all things. All things work together for good. To them that love God. And who are the called. According to his purpose. Point at your neighbor and say you are the called. And ye are of God little children and have overcome them for greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world and whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world and this is the victory that overcomes the world even our faith somebody needs to understand you simply cannot lose this war Put your foot on it. Am I in the right place? Can I preach a little more? I feel the Holy Ghost pulling something here. Noah, Noah was a righteous man. I many agree. I gotta catch my breath. Bear with me. Noah was a righteous man. But his faith in God did not keep the flood from coming. It didn't keep Joseph from being betrayed by his brothers and being thrown into a pit and sold into slavery. It didn't keep the three Hebrew boys from being cast into the fiery furnace or Daniel from being thrown into a lion's den. The truth is, and it would be silly to say anything else, the truth is we're living in some very difficult times. And to overcome in these last days, we're going to have to be soldiers of Christ, not weak Christians. It's going to take some strong men and women of God to stand in these dark hours. And we need to know that we are facing that facing the future fearlessly does not mean that everything is going to be peaches and cream. It doesn't mean that the devil's just going to roll over and play dead for us. But facing the future fearlessly is about putting your foot on fear and having the confidence that that no matter what comes and what goes, and for that matter who comes or who goes, if God be for us, who can be against us? It's about knowing that whatever we have to go through, God is there. He's never left us, but He is there. Isaiah 41 and 10. For thou, fear thou not, fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not afraid, for I am your God. I will strengthen you, yea, I will help you, yea, I will uphold you with the right hand of my righteousness, Isaiah 43 and 2 one of my favorite promises when you pass through the waters I will be with you and through the rivers they shall not overflow thee and when you walk through the fire you will not be burned neither shall the flame be kindled upon thee God never promised that we wouldn't go through anything but he did promise that his presence would go with us and that he would sustain us. Somebody needs to turn to somebody right now. And you need to speak this word, this word of faith. God is keeping you. Come on. God is keeping you. That's the promise that we have from the Lord. One of the first keys to putting your foot on fear is to know that fear is not just a negative emotion. It's it's actually a spirit that means that fear is a, watch this, fear is a living personality that is looking to make a home in your life. you got to see it for what it is. You must, you must at all costs resist fear. Like you would resist somebody who tried to break into your house. I'll pick on Brother Cody because he's standing right there. And uh, uh, I remember your name. But if somebody, that, that's your wife there, right? I see better without the glasses at a distance. Yes, that's her. If somebody broke in your house and grabbed one of your babies there by the neck and grabbed your wife by the hair of her head, would you just stand there and and I bet you a man would come out of you. Now, I'm not saying you're not a man, but I bet they'd meet meet a big man. Oh, now, now I know I'm at home. Because you don't mess with my family. Look, look, it, it's like this. It's like this. I'm too out of shape to run, and too old to fight. But maybe I can pull a trigger. I'm not playing. Now who, who feels that way? Why, why are you letting fear in your house? Well, if I do that, I, I'm afraid. Of, they're, they're not saying the word afraid, but I, I don't know what the future holds. That's Fear. You need to put your foot on it. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Don't let fear run around your house and put a grip on your family. Put your foot on it and defeat it. Put your foot on it. Somebody needs to pull the plug and wash it down the drain. Praise God. Let me share something. When it came time for the apostle Paul to die, history says that he ran to the chopping block. What was Paul doing? He was robbing fear of its power in his life. He put his foot on it on his way to his own execution as to say, fear, you're not taking my life, but I'm running to give my life to the one who gave everything for me. Put your foot on it today. Can I be honest? Can I be real with you? None of us have made it to the other side yet. There are more turbulent times ahead of all of us. But overcoming is not about avoiding the turbulence, but riding it out until you come out on top. No longer no longer shall we allow fear to rule over us but we shall rule over our fears by faith today no longer shall we be held back by the fear of our past but our fear we're about to put under our feet no longer will we going to live in fear of germs and disease or any other kind of virus that they turn loose in this country I'm telling you I'm going to put my foot on it. No longer will we fret. If you believe it, shout amen. No longer will we fret over high prices because we know that God supplies our every need according to his riches and glory through Christ Jesus. We are not slaves to fear. We are God's kids. And it's time to put your foot on it. I'm not through. i got some more. In 2 Samuel 23, we read about one of David's 30 mighty men, Shammah. One day he and some other folks were gathering lentils in his pea patch and a Philistine troop rushed in on them. They attacked them. And everybody that was helping Shammah ran off in fear. But the Bible says that Shammah stood. Come on, he stood in the midst of... Of his pea patch. Oh come on. I need some guys to get up. Like you're going to do something. Come on get up like you're going to do something. Come on this is, this is the will of God. Don't get in this pea patch Bubba. Or you, The pea won't be the only thing. It has a black eye. Come on I'm talking about black eyed peas. I don't eat English peas. Praise God. They all ran in fear. But the Bible says Shammah stood up in the midst of his pea patch and he defended it. And he slew the Philistines and the Lord gave a great victory. One man, one man put his foot on fear and not only defended his pea patch but also slew the Philistine troop that day. Our faith in God is not an exit that we take to get away from our fears. But our faith is actually the endowment of the supernatural grace and power of God to comfort us and give us the stability and the ability to put our foot on our fears. What am I telling you, you men of God, You stand with me, you men of God, head of the house. I'm trying to tell you, just like you would put your foot on an intruder that came into your physical house, you need to put your foot on that spirit that tries to come into your spiritual house. You need to fight, fight like a man of God. You know, to be real, nobody knows what's coming next in this world. With the threats of war, viruses. Worldwide panic. Somebody say fear. Yeah, it was a few years back. Now they're talking about another one that's coming this way. I got news for you. They might have pulled the wool on us once. One time... God might look over. Second time, we're just plumb stupid. Come on, somebody. That's on me the second time. It'll be a little bit different this time. We won't be closing the church doors. Oh, no, no, no. We're going to have a move of God in the midst of the darkest hours ahead of us. I don't foresee them getting any better, but I see the power of God pouring out greater. I see miracle signs and wonders coming our way. But you got to put your foot on fear. You got to stomp it out. You got to activate your faith. Let me wrap it up today. The Bible says, "My times, my times are in God's hands." Somebody say that with me, "My times." are in God's hands. That phrase, fear not. Somebody say, fear not. not. Do you know it's in the Bible 365 times? How many days of the year are there? 365 days in a year. That means that every single day you get up, you can put your foot on fear. Oh, you don't hear me. Stand with me. The Bible doesn't promise us that the future will be trouble-free. But it does promise that the glory of the latter house will be greater than the glory of the former house. So instead of talking about the good old days and dreading the future, we should be celebrating that we are in the greater glory days. And the best is yet to come. One of the greatest ways to put your foot on fear is to celebrate where you're going. Celebrate that you have not seen anything yet. And celebrate that God always saves the best for last. Celebrate that everything God has done in the past was just a warm up for what he's about to do in our future. I'll be honest, I got to thinking about Azusa Street, and I thought about the revival in Wales, the revival in England. If all of that was just a warm-up compared to what God's going to pour out in these latter days, I can't wait to see what happens next. It didn't shock me about Asbury. What shocked me is so many Pentecostal tongue-talking Holy Ghost-filled saints begin to run up there and see what was going on instead of calling on God right where we are. We just need to put our foot on the spirit of fear today and trust that God has the church in His hands and God has everything in control and God has our family in His hands and God has your health in His hands and God has your finances in His hands and God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the power that works in us And so the devil's working overtime because y'all know what I'm talking about God's been pouring out his spirit revival's in the land we're watching people fall away From God and yet God's still pouring out his spirit and new ones are coming in and and he's filling them with the Holy Ghost and they're being baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of the sins. The devil is working overtime in all of this. And and, and because God has promised to pour out such a great blessing in the latter day, the enemy's trying to suck us into the vacuum of fear. Why? 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 Why does he use that simple tool? So he can distract us from the greatest move of the Holy Ghost that has ever touched this planet. But I wonder if you'd say with me, I'm putting my foot on fear. I can't hear you. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm real hard hear, hearing. You got to talk a little My times are in God's hands. Something big is happening. Oh, there's more going on than what the eye can see. I will face the future fearlessly. I will not run away in fear, but I will, like Shema, I will stand in faith and I will fight to the end. I will not run away. I will not hide, but I will stand my ground and fight and expect God to give us a great victory in our lives. I don't I'm not going to ask if I preach to you. Uh, I want you to come to the front. I'm just going to open the altars because I know I preach to you. I know what the Lord has done today. You need to come right now quickly. Come on. Come on the Lord has spoken. The Word, now let's come and take a stand on it today. Let's stand on it. Put your foot on faith. Put your foot on fear. But stand on the Word of God. Put your foot on that Spirit. But stand on the Word of God. Come, come. Lift your hands all over this tabernacle today. Young, young men, old men. Middle-aged men, young ladies, older ladies, middle-aged ladies, lift your hands to the Lord today. Come on. Come on, raise your hands. Begin to worship Him right now. Begin to worship Him right now. Magnify Him today. Put your foot on fear. This is how you do it. You do it through praise. You do it through worship. The more you worship Him, the more your faith will be activated. I don't know what you need in your life. We pray today that this word has blessed you, minister to the needs of your life. Until next time, God bless you.